Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast, where we teach you to take your solar business to the next level. My name is Taylor Armstrong, and I went from $50 in my bank account and struggling for groceries to closing 150 deals in a year and cracking the code on why sales reps fail. I teach you how to avoid the mistakes I made and bring in the top solar dogs of the industry to let you in on the secrets of generating more leads, following up like a pro, and closing more deals. What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. What's going on, solarpreneurs? I am stoked for this episode today because we have someone that um, has been doing something pretty unreal. We've got a guy that I got a text a few weeks ago, heard about Chance here that's with us today. And you're going to hear all about him, but he set, to my knowledge, an industry record. Closed 68 freaking deals in a month. Let's go. Appreciate so, it, bro. <laughs> so we're going to hear um, what was working for him. And, yeah, just kind of his whole story and what he's been doing to achieve that level of success. Because I've never heard anything like it before. So, uh, Chance, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I'm stoked to hear just uh, kind of what led up to this, and I, I'll be honest, I didn't believe it at first when I heard, uh, I got a text from my buddy uh, Marshall, <laughs> and um, he told me about this guy, and I'm like, no, no way, Marshall. I got a guy that I work with that closed, I think, uh, yeah, he's closed like 43 in a month, I was just telling you, Chance, I, I thought that was the record, <laughs> like, no way is anyone closing more than 43. Then Marshall texts me, he's like, no, Chance got 68. I did. So I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got to get this show on, guy on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, so a little background about me. Um, again, my name is Chance Pranchinski. But so ever since, like, I grew up, I've always had, like, an entrepreneurial mind, of course. But, yeah, when I was 13, I, I mean, I've been doing e-commerce and everything. Solar, I've been in the industry for about 15 months. Um, but, yeah, literally, I came out here. I saw an ad. Um, I actually followed Zane, and that's the CEO of Better Earth, so that's who I work for. But I saw an ad with Zane, and I was like, all right, I'm going to apply. So I think that they had, like, 800 applicants. It was all housing, um, all expenses paid for for your first three months. And I dropped out of school about a year and a half in. I never really wanted a piece of paper that millions of people get every single year. But I flew out here. Uh, I got the job, flew out here, and I dropped everything to my parents. Whether you guys like it or not, I'm going to California. So I'm originally from Wisconsin, but... When I was about 13 years old, I had like $150,000 of shoes in my room. I used to buy and resell tickets, shoes, whatever it may be, you name it, I did it. So any type of get rich quick. And I realized, of course, you just got to keep putting the work in. Used to drop ship like crazy. Nice. But when I was 17 or 16 years old, I created a company called Smile Big Clothing. So you guys can all check that out if you want. But nice. yeah, um, I was going through a little different time with my parents and they actually like got a divorce and everything it was hard on me just because my brothers, I'm the youngest of, I have two other brothers, but um, yeah, so I was going through a little different time and I made Smile Big Clothing just because I knew a lot of people were going through bigger struggles than myself and that's why I dropped out of school. I used to sit in a dorm room, wake up at 4.30, work on websites, inventory, skip all my classes, just go package a bunch of merch and wow. it was it was ridiculous, yeah. So I dropped everything, came out to California, and when I came out to California, I didn't have a car or anything like that. I put all my money into the inventory. I used to order way more than I could afford just to push my paradigm and make sure that I have to. I have one thing, one option, sell. So that's awesome. 
Always been hustling. Absolutely. So after that, I came out to California, didn't have a car, used to Uber to turf, used everything in my bank account to do it. And you're out there. There's no other excuse to it. Um, you're either going to sit on the sidewalk or you're going to go bang doors and get after some people. So I did that. And my first month, I think I had like 16 deals in my first month in solar. Um, and yeah, we were pushing a lot of paradigms in the company. I've kind of set like that company record right away. And ever since that, like, I'm always just been holding myself accountable to my goals, of course. And I don't really compare myself to others. I really just keep improving. And that's the most important part and staying consistent and making sure that you're outworking every single person. Yeah. Hundred percent, and yeah, I think that's probably. We'll talk more about this, but that's probably a huge key to success. Is most guys, they'd hit you know thirty, forty in a month, and be like, like I was thinking, oh, this is probably a record. I don't need to do more than this. Right. And go, go take the yeah, month off. You know I mean? Yeah. So Where I think that's probably a lot of your success. You're just like, oh no, I'm gonna beat my previous record. Yeah, absolutely. Go big. And you're probably not even looking at the score. You're just comparing it to what you hit in the other months, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I always have a big whiteboard in my room and. That's literally all I compare myself to. It's just my last day or my last month or whatever it may be. But staying in the present, taking every single day one by one, every day is a sprint. Always just control what you can, can like, of course, can control. And, it, yeah, you definitely see a lot of results and yeah, a lot of improvement as well. Yeah, love that. So we'll get more into the solar stuff. But, yeah, I wanted to ask you, Chance, like with your previous businesses, was that always pretty successful when you started out selling shoes and everything? Tell me about that. Was that always big success or was that kind of up and down? How did that go? You know, it was up and down just because I was in middle school and high school. And of course, like I was playing sports. My dad used to be a coach and had a lot of practices after I used to get my phone taken away in all my classes because I was always messaging people back on eBay. So that was always like a struggle and staying up super late and trying to balance work like schoolwork or whatever it may be. But yeah, the, the shoes was like actually a pretty big like success, especially just being young and Honestly, like even if I would have broke even, I didn't like I, I did pretty well for myself being young. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, honestly, just like the knowledge I learned and seeing how like businesses operate and seeing like how to actually sell definitely benefits in a lot of other ways other than just business. It develops yourself as a person, too. Yeah. And so I love hearing about people's background because, I mean, like we were talking about, a lot of people in solar, it's kind of the paradigm that reps get is they're lazy, they close a few deals, we're paid a ton, like we are right. talking about before we did the show, <laughs> and you literally close a couple deals a month and be making more than most, you know, average Americans make. And so, like, do you think, I don't know, your upbringing, your uh, previous, bus- previous businesses, things like that, do you think that contributed to just kind of like the hustle mindset you have now, or do you think that was more developed, or were you born this way, or how do you, how do you develop that stuff, man? That's a good question. Um, honestly, I've kind of just been born that way, but yeah, I've realized, so when I first came out here, it was called a 90-day blitz, and I was like, dang, like, we're going to have to go like 13, 14, 15 hours a day or whatever it is. You wake up at six, you come back at until it's, I mean, pitch black. I used to literally knock my own neighborhood until it was literally pitch black. But yeah, I think that was huge for me. And I realized that I've kind of been blitzing for the last seven years. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I kind of just like trained myself to that. And I didn't realize like, of course, this is like more like physical or you're walking around, but I used to be on my computer for 12, 13 hours in college and high school or whatever it may be. So it definitely kind of like trained me just to kind of, of course, bring it like to the doors. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I love that. And so, yeah, at Better Earth, um, 
So do you guys have like a, I don't know, set schedule for your reps? You t- you're talking about blitzes. Do you guys do mostly br- blitzes at Better Earth or how does like the schedule work? Do you guys get your rep success over there? Yeah, good question. So honestly, like you, you're on your own hours. Like no one really can like tell you exactly what to do. So we don't really have like a schedule. Um, a lot of like team leaders or whatever maybe might make, of course, like a blitz, like yeah. a two week blitz, three week blitz for like, of course, their team and have like a cool goal or whatever may be like a competition. But okay. a lot of it is just kind of like all self-gen, like work-based performance. Like, of course, you get what you put out of it. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, because I'm noticing that a lot. Um, yeah, a lot of companies I've been with, they just have the typical like, all right, guys, we're going to try to go out and work from, I don't know, 3 to 7 today. Yeah. That's kind of like the hours. But then what I've also seen with that is sometimes that gets like mediocre results because you're not doing like a – hustle blitz everyone's just kind of trained okay let's try to get our you know one to two deals in a week 100 percent. if we work 20 hours on the doors or something then we can probably get like one or two deals in yeah a week. but especially recently i've heard from a lot of guests coming on the podcast is that they're really trying to do more of this blitz and get people to hit you know high numbers so i think it's really cool is because if you do that then a lot of times what i've seen on teams is reps limit themselves like oh okay i'm gonna work my 15 hours whatever on yeah. the doors get like i don't know maybe four or five deals this month which is great money but what i think is really cool from guests i'm here at okay let's do like a three-week blitz and then guys are hitting like i don't know maybe 15 deals and correct like, whoa that's crazy i didn't know that was possible yeah so it's kind of also breaking the mindset too from life scene doing yeah. a blitz and really like working more hours than they thought they could work and getting them out of the shell because yeah i mean i've kind of been in that unfortunately i think it's time for me to do a blitz but i've kind of been in the <laughs> same thing work three four hours a day or at least knock doors three, right. four hours a day. I'm in San Diego, so I'm just working kind of local areas too. Yep. And so it's, yeah, it's an easy trap to fall into is I'm just going to work like, you know, kind of not the minimum, but minimum to get a couple deals in a week and then not push myself further. So would you say that's a big thing for you guys too? Just um, or anything you guys do to help reps just, I don't know, increase their potential and break past the limits, things like that? Yeah, 100%. One thing that I do for, like, any type of my reps, like, um, so when I first started my team, just because I've only been in the industry for about, say, 15 months, so I brought four guys out uh, probably my third month in, and, yeah, they were up at 6 o'clock. I'd bang on their doors, make sure that they're up, whether you're going to be reading, meditating, of course, doing whatever that's going to get your mind right. 9 o'clock, we'd have a morning meeting. Right after the morning meeting, you're at the doors, and you're not coming back until it's pitch black. There's no other way around it. Doors are going to be locked. If you come back... (laughs) You're not coming in. So (laughs) sit in your car, do follow up, whatever it is. But definitely like that was really, really like beneficial. So I came in, his name was Andrew Zambetti. I came in, I lived with Zambo and that was big for me just to have like my routine, of course, down. And after that, like, yeah, like you're not going to waste your time. There's nothing worse than going to hit 200, 300, whatever, how many doors in a 10 like hour period and just get nothing. So yeah, definitely just making sure, like, you're held, like holding yourself accountable and everyone else. Like, being a leader, you got to lead from the front. If you're not doing results, why would, why would like, your reps ever get results? Yeah. So always pushing, like, it's addictive. It's very, very addictive to push everyone else's paradigm, see, like, the results that you can bring to them, and see, of course, like, when you do 68 deals, anyone that does 10 is thinking, oh, my gosh, like, I got to get going. So yeah. it's the same thing with my team and – Last last month we did like two hundred some like two hundred deals as a as wow. a team, which is pretty cool. Incredible. And yeah, you're what you're twenty one, right, Chance? Yeah, twenty one. Crazy. So yeah, I'm here twenty eight and then like, man, <laughs> all these young hustlers coming out. It's funny, I'm on a team right now where uh 
like my previous company I was with, a lot of us were like married guys and yeah, you know, like all right, guys, let's close our deals, get back <laughs> to our kids, whatever. But now I'm seeing these guys come in like your age, 21, and they're just like straight hustle, right? Not um, as many distractions, right? You don't have a yeah. full time job at home with the kids <laughs> yeah. or whatever it may be. Yeah, obviously you don't got you know wife, kid to get back to anything like that, so. right? So I wish I wish I would have been more like that when I was your age too, though, is because like even though I'm married now, I'm still probably working about the same as when I was like single and all that. Yeah. But if I could go if I could go back, I would have done like more blitz style when I had more time and I have like wife, whatever to go back to, kids. <laughs> um so for all like you young people listening, you young folks, not like me, twenty eight <laughs> married and all that. I think that's a huge key. Push as hard as you can right now, because trust me, when you're married and when you have a kid and stuff, I mean you're still gonna push, but it's not the same, like you're not gonna be able to push as hard. You still still can do your blitzes and stuff like that, but uh I mean, I, I'm already sleeping on the, not like literally, but I'm already like in the doghouse sometimes with my wife. She's like, all right, you're putting too many hours this week, stuff like that. Right. So I think that's a big thing. Um, but yeah, so for you, Chance, like people you're training, um, do you ever get any pushback or is it like people you bring in, are you immediately saying, all right, guys, we're blitzing like crazy? Or do you get pushback from guys like, because I know obviously you're a straight killer out there working all these hours and like hitting massive things and all that. But what about for guys that aren't like you that come in, maybe they've never worked this hard in their lives. Um, anything else you guys do to kind of like condition them to really hit big things and break those limits? Is it just kind of doing boot camp style, like you said, or anything else you guys do? Yeah, I think like the biggest part is like setting the expectation straight right away. So um, if they're getting pushed back or like I don't see like them actually doing it, then I'm just not going to bring them out. So like I have a bunch of people that want to come out, but yeah, just making sure we're scaling, like, at, of course, like, a, a good pace and making sure I can put a lot of time into these guys. But, no, I, there's really no pushback or anything like that just because I tell them exactly how it's going to be. I tell them they have to get up at 6, and they're not going to be able to come back. So they know that they're going to be working 80 to 110, like, hour weeks, and that's literally yeah. the truth. Yeah. But that month in August, like, literally I didn't even have time to eat. So just being super busy and making sure that they are, and, again, like, that's my job, like, if they put the work in, I want to make sure that they like see a ton of results. Last month, um, one of my top guys, Ryan Tessner, he had like 28 deals. So yeah, it's awesome. definitely just shifting paradigms. And yeah, everyone works really, really hard. And yeah, we're just a big family. Yeah, that's awesome. And so let's get into a little bit like this huge month you had. Yeah. So tell me, yeah, you talked about you barely had time to eat. And obviously, like, you know, super busy, like <laughs> yeah. 68 deals. Yeah, I don't know how you do anything besides close deals. Um, Literally. But, yeah, do you want to tell us, like, what was your schedule this month? And did you kind of map it out? or were Yeah. You, like, yeah, tell us about that, how this came to be. Yeah, so, I, I mean, of course, my goal is actually 70 for that month. And I literally just hold myself accountable. So I took a whiteboard, and I literally broke down every single day, and I just kept chasing myself. If I'm behind, I got to, like, catch up, of course. But my schedule was, of course, like, get up super early. And since I do have guys, like, I seriously would not go to bed until, like, 12. Um, going over like pitches, wins, and of course like voice memos. Like, so you're still managing a team while you're. Trying I live, to yeah, I live with 15 guys. Wow. So I brought in a whole entire squad. Um, we're actually in Orinda, California, okay. but yeah, literally I was managing everyone, and I went to Arizona. It was a brand new market for me, which was definitely different. Um, but kind of crushed it there. I had 11 deals in four days there, and then I ended up having to go to LA, um, which is a newer market for me as well, and. I think I had like 14 deals in like five days there. So yeah, just like adapting to whatever like is put in front of you. And yeah, I did travel a lot, but it was pretty sick. Wow, that's awesome. So like 6 a.m. and then 
like you were talking about before, is kind of like 6 a.m., then meeting at 9, and then just, like, knocking her in Dale's still dark, dark, basically. 100%, yeah. And I think, like, the most beneficial, like, the something that was really, really beneficial for me is a lot of times when people, like, get an appointment sad, like, your time is so valuable, as I said before, but, like, don't sit people that, of course, aren't worth your time. So I don't, like, force sit anyone. Like, if I get, say, I go get eight or nine QLs in a day, like, I'm probably sitting only three or four of them. Yeah. So I like that was super beneficial or don't like set appointments way out same day or next day at all times. And yeah. yeah, your time is super, super valuable. Like I don't think I've ever sent an email with a proposal my whole entire life. It's either you're going to sit with me or, yeah. or you're just not going to go solo with me. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no, I think that's a big thing, especially new reps I see. They get kind of this, I don't know, rushed. They're having success and they get a lead and maybe, they, maybe they let them in the house and they like chatty and stuff. But I know for me as a new rep, I would like get in a house with some old lady or whatever that wasn't even qualified. Her <laughs> roof's like wrecked. Yep. She has like zero credits, um, yep. you know, on social security and all this stuff. And I'm like, sweet. I just booked a solid appointment. <laughs> she's let me in. She's like telling yep. me her whole life story. And then two hours later, she's like, oh, by the way, not interested in solar. I have zero credit. I'm like, <laughs> like all this stuff. Yeah. So. Just getting kind of all that stuff out of the way to start. And that that is definitely like the most important part a lot of people want to like sit appointments that they just force it and they kind of waste an hour and a half like an hour and a half on the doors that's that's three other leads so super super important just to balance your time and again like know that your time is that valuable in this industry it's crazy like i always like to look at it as like an easter egg hunt right like literally you're just looking for golden eggs so getting like the hardest people like the hardest people look you out are the easiest to close so yeah and then of course like simple is better so i don't really like talk about the product as much like i attach myself to the deal yeah and from there like it's really really simple you got to dumb down the deal i'm big into analogies and just really putting into perspective on i only can help your situation this is something you've already been paying for like all you do is literally just pay a lower bill yeah and that's kind of where it always comes down to and after that like once it clicks or you get like that one objection or they like spill the beans on why they didn't do it in the past and why it didn't make sense in the past that's where you just actually tee that thing up and hit a home run yeah love that and and analogy i think those are super key to um just helping people dumb it down as as simple as possible i think the most successful guys i see in the industry are breaking it down so basically like a third grader could understand it it's absolutely like so simple that it's like how could you not do it absolutely so yeah tell me do you have any uh specific analogies you use that you feel like help a ton as you're sitting in homes yeah just like a lot of the times like even it's on the door um most of the time like that i really like dumb it down to them but one thing that i always like to say is like so of course like they're already renting their power and now they get to own it for nothing out of their pocket but then i just like put it into perspective on like things that they actually own like you probably own this house right they go yep probably own your car yeah. yep i'll commute on your power pretty contradicting you get to own your power for less than you're already renting it for for nothing out of your pocket you literally could have zero dollars your name to do this my mom always says when it sounds too good to be true it usually is right what's the catch there isn't one. And that's why I moved all the way from Antarctic, Wisconsin for this. Yeah. Do you get your bill online or in the mail? Nice. <laughs> Assumption. Love it. That's awesome. Um, ask you, yeah. And so, like, for guys, uh, another thing I was going to ask you a chance, um, especially for newer reps, like I was saying, just recognize someone that's super qual- qualified versus someone that could be possibly a waste of time. And when you close these 68 deals, I'm sure you had to be, like, you know, super super good with your time so how did you recognize like 
maybe someone's going to be a waste of time or like filter out these people that are going to be failed credits or that weren't good leads? How do, how do you filter out those and just spend your time with as many good prospects as possible? Yeah, good question. Honestly, I usually like kind of qualify them on the door. Um, I ask them questions after I like get the bill and everything, like start talking about like them, talk about myself for a little bit. And then after that, like if I see like something that may be a concern, like a roof or whatever it may be, I kind of get it out of the way. But what I usually do and I don't know if this is like the best strategy. I, it works for me. I, I always just double book appointments. Okay. So ones that are like iffy or like uh, maybe they won't sit because it was like a one legger or whatever it may be. I'll just have two appointments. So I get to pick two. One doesn't show. The other one's going to show. Nice. So that was something that I always like felt like was really, really beneficial. But the other part too is just mapping out your schedule. So before I go out to turf or out to, of course, knock, I always have like my schedule planned. So like they're on my time, I'm not on theirs. Yeah. So making sure that I'm not putting an appointment right in the middle of the day, all my appointments would be at like 4.30, 6, 7.30, and 9. Okay. So that's what I always would do. I have four appointments. I got to fill them, and that's what, of course, leaves you open for some same days. Nice. But, yeah, that that definitely works for me um, at almost always. So Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, I don't know if you listen to Grant Cardone much, but – Talks about like new problems. It's good to have new problems, right? Like double booking appointments. That's a problem, right? But it's like, like especially in solar, how many appointments fall through or stuff happens, right? So I think, especially if you're trying to do volume like that, you got to have like these appointments just stacked all day. Absolutely, line them up. And so for our doubters out there, chance tell us like how many of these were self gens, um, like. I don't know. Tell us like a little bit of the stats for people. Yeah, they were like almost all self-gen. So, I mean, like in Arizona, like that 11 um, was all self-gen. I One of the days in California, I had six same days. Another day, I had five same days, and those were all door knocks. Um, and SoCal, I had those 14. Those were self-gen. But, yeah, like almost all of them were self-gen. Of course, I have like to help some of my teammates like out um, if they ever need like help on a deal. But a lot of times, like I'm always rescheduling my yeah. appointments for it. So it's kind of like a – sacrifice but of course like their production is more important to me than mine so yeah for sure yeah it's a good mindset to have and yeah how many uh out of those 60 for those that are be like oh bro you probably had like 40 of those canceled <laughs> yeah, Just yeah, got yeah. Them <laughs> how, how many you think you can look at my commission through? summary um <laughs> no i probably had like transparently i probably had like six to eight cancel maybe okay. nine um, and I mean, sometimes you just can't control it. Two of them were after the sites first came out, the roof didn't qualify and they didn't want to do a re-roof, but yeah. that's just the honest, transparent truth. But yeah, yeah, yeah. people can think whatever they want, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You uh, can shadow me on the door then. <laughs> Seriously. Maybe I'll go out the map. It's <laughs> more video footage. You should. Yeah. But no, it's still incredible. I mean, 10% was that 10% or something maybe. Yeah. Thank you. Out of, yeah. Appreciate that. Super incredible. Um, but yeah, but no, I like how you're still rep focused. Like most guys that are hitting huge numbers, I see is like, all right, guys, I'm not going to take any deals. I'm not like focused on anything and they just have to go all in. But the fact that you did this all while still like leading a team and yeah. training guys and still going to other people's deals, I think that makes it a, uh, you know, even more incredible. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, what did your guys think when you hit this? Were they like, just like, like blown <laughs> away or? Not really. Um, or they saw you said you had hit, been hitting some big numbers before. Yeah, I was happened. hitting like a lot of big numbers before, and like I was really like rep focused then. Like a lot of times when you have new reps and they don't know exactly like what's a really good appointment or whatever it may be. Like I'm sitting with people that would no show, or I'm driving an hour just to go to an appointment that doesn't sit or whatever it may be. Yeah. And I would still do like forty some or whatever it may be. But yeah, a lot of my guys weren't really surprised. Like I set that goal in our morning meeting, and I kind of like 
spoke it into existence. I like just telling someone yeah. or the team what I'm going to do. And then I already put it out to the world. So I have to do it. Otherwise I make a fool out of myself. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And yeah. So like leading up to that, you had a few months, you were saying before we started this a few months of like 40, right? And yeah. And then you just like anything that led you want to like hit 70 or just like, I'm just want to have a massive month and just go all out. I think the biggest part is I didn't have like a brand new, like wave of recruits. So a lot of these guys have been out here for like two months beforehand or two and a half months, I'd say. So like they were kind of on their own doing all like solo production where then I really got to like blitz on my own. Okay. So that was nice. And of course, like I had some people like they, I would knock with a couple people just for fun. Um, just cause they always like to knock uh, with me, and I always like to get some deals for them. So, yeah. again, like, very unselfish. Like, I, I love literally changing other people's lives. Like, that's the most yeah. important part to me, and, like, that's my why. Yeah. So the more people I can bring out, the more differences in lives I can change. Like, that's a big, big win. It's not even about the dollar sign. It's not about the deals. It's not about the numbers. Yeah. Nothing like that. It's about really just, like, of course, like switching their paradigm and changing their lives and their family's lives. And that's why my why is like to have a billion dollars to make a bit like a billion differences. Yeah. So it kind of goes back to like smile, big clothing for every order we get, we donate a t-shirt to a child in the hospital. Oh, so, that's awesome. yeah. So I've always just been a big giver. My mom's always taught me that. And we used to sacrifice our Christmases for other people's Christmases. Uh -huh. So it really is just like, that's the coolest part about this industry is like, we only can help someone out literally every single house that you see it makes sense for them unless they sit in the dark with like a flashlight, right? Yeah. They're going to have a high enough electric bill. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's, yeah. All the successful people I know, they have the, sort of that same mindset and yeah, you probably read some of those books, you know, like the, the Zig Ziglar, Ziglar, <laughs> sorry, Zig Ziglar <laughs> and, you know, greatest salesman in the world. It's another book. Yeah. And that's some of the key points of it is like the more you can care about other people, the more you're going to get back, the more deals you're going to get back in your life. Absolutely. So, Big key, I think, for anyone trying to have success, don't, like, look at it. How many people can you serve this this month? How many people can you help? How many lives can you change? And uh, I think that's, yeah, there's a big thing. Speaking it into existence, too, like you are saying. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, another question I just thought of, too, like, you mentioned you were double booking appointments, things mm -hmm. like that. So let's say you have, you show up to one, they sit, then the other one. What do you do with the other one? That, I like, just shoot them a text. Yeah, I just shoot them okay. a text really quick and say, like, hey, um, my meeting's going a little bit longer than I already, like, of course I planned. So say I didn't have an appointment after the seven o'clock work or seven o'clock probably will work for you. Right. And then after okay. like a lot of times, or I can just reschedule it for like the next like morning, like 8am or okay. at late night again, like nine o'clock, eight o'clock. So I always like to set appointments early, early morning or late at night. So I always okay. want to keep that window for where I can go hit some doors. Yeah. Okay. Pipeline has always got to be full. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, yeah, for uh, same days. So how, yeah. Um, to go into a little bit of like your clothes, how long would you say your typical close works and what's kind of like your closing process, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, of course. Um, honestly, I would say my typical close is like 30 to 35 minutes. Okay. So I get to the numbers um, probably in like five minutes. And after the numbers, I'm probably getting to the forms in 20 minutes tops. Wow. So keeping it really simple, like we were already talking about. But yeah, when you keep it simple, like once you're like a lot of people like to over explain the deal and you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. And you're over analytical, then of course, like you keep telling them all this like nonsense, then of course they're gonna say, Yeah, I might need to do some more research. Yeah. Instead, you're just paying a lower bill. Hopefully, you don't have a problem with building equity in your property, owning your power instead of renting it. Yeah. That will be good. Nice. So, yeah, that's like how long my like closing takes. But yeah, I've talked about like a couple main points right away. Um, probably like for five minutes, just like information. Um, just to give like a better feel, what's your biggest concern? What's your biggest goal? Have you ever looked into going solar? Okay. And a lot of people, what they do is like they 
oh, my biggest concern is I don't want to lease my power. I don't want to pay anything out of pocket. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to either. And I keep going and I want to use all of that as ammo. Like once I get to like the numbers after that, I can just tee up whatever, like, of course, their biggest concern was. And that's how I'll go right into my clothes. Really like harping on the things that they're concerned about. And then from there, keeping it simple, it's just like, this is an absolute no brainer. Nice. So, so you don't go like, I don't know. What about for people that are like, have checked out solar or more analytical things like that? Do you change your presentation much or is it pretty much the same with, with those guys too? They're like, oh, chance we've gotten like four quotes now. Like just show me the numbers, whatever. Yeah. So I'll never go right to the numbers no matter what. Um, I would just tell them like, we'll get to your numbers. So like if they say like they have three or four quotes or whatever it may be, Right away, what I always say is like, okay, like I'm going to keep away from the whole entire shit, like sales spiel, but I do want to go over like, like a couple things. It'll take two minutes. We'll get right to your numbers. Nice. After like that, they're actually open-minded, but a lot of times, even when people get quotes, they don't even know what like net energy metering is or yeah. whatever, how everything works. And then they ask that and literally it just like kills like your momentum in the deal. Yeah. So that's something where I get everything out of the way. They have to have full understanding before I show them their numbers after course the numbers are going to make sense i'll tell them why we're different yeah. and then from there i'm going right to the close nice nice and so it sounds like even before you even get an appointment it sounds like they're already kind of pretty good pretty good idea of like how the process works how the solar works and like like with your analogies things like that because you don't you don't get in a ton of like descriptive stuff in the presentation all that stuff they know before it sounds like yeah um they know like a lot of things like i don't really like get into like equipment as much of course i'll tell them like how many like modules that i have and i'll tell them like the brand of the inverter but yeah. from there it's just like honestly i could put a stuffed animal on your roof <laughs> and since you have a prefer like a production or performance guarantee like it yeah. literally doesn't matter yeah. you know like the system's gonna produce yeah, yeah. so that's where like i kind of stay away from that kind of stuff but yeah i kind of get right to the numbers right away and then it's just going for the close but honestly they're close every, almost every single time I sit down. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a big part is just your mindset. I can, I can tell you, like, I can tell just from the way you're talking, like every deal you sit in, it's like you're, you're telling yourself they're close. This one's a slam dunk. Every, every time. Like if yeah. you have any doubt or like any doubt in your mind that you're going to a deal and they're not going to close, like yeah, you just spoke that into exi- like existence. Yeah. Every single time I go to a door or every single time I go to like a meeting. Yeah. yeah like my number one, like my mindset's literally just you're closed. Yeah. Like the, yesterday, like for instance, both of my people were like, yep, we're just looking around. Um, we're not going to be signing any papers. And yeah, after I'm, I was just like, you know, tell me that in about 45 minutes, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a champion's mindset. And every high producer has the exact same mindset that you have. I'm mean, Taylor, Taylor McCarthy. Um, yeah, he came on the show and he's saying a lot of the same stuff that you said. It's like this one's going to close 100%. 100% this one's closed. He's saying Absolutely. that as he's walking up to the doorstep. Absolutely. Just based on stuff. Yep. So it's like he's speaking in existence. You have that, then yeah. Another thing that uh, yeah, Grant Cardone talks about too, just looking at um, stuff that they've already bought. It's like they already bought this nice car. They already bought a house. Yep. Like why? Why shouldn't they buy their electricity? Why shouldn't they own their electricity? Correct. Yeah. Like there's it's just no like, way they're not gonna do it. Right? Yeah. Literally, brother. Like you're already paying for it. You yeah. know. Uh-huh. <laughs> it literally just makes no sense not to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so if you're, that's another key for our solarpreneurs listening. If you're not like 100% sold on your product and 100% sold that you're helping people out a ton and just like don't have that complete confidence, just figure out a way to get that because that's going to be the difference maker. Like probably for you, I'm going to guess that like when you first started, you closed, you said you closed 16 deals, right? Yeah. You probably know, knew barely anything at solar at that point, right? I bet you 70% of the company better earth knows more about solar than me <laughs> still. Yeah. So yeah, literally 
you don't have to get like super descriptive. Yeah. It makes sense. So that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the mindset you got to have for our listeners, figure out a way to develop that. And that's going to help you have the success that you're trying to hit for sure. And so a uh, chance tell us, um, like for people that are having high cancellations, I know that's another thing we deal with sometimes, uh, a lot of reps, especially like in California, yeah. Oh, it's been hit so hard. There's like so many comparisons, yeah. anything you do that helps to have like, have so many of these push through and actually go to install. Yeah, I mean, there's always, like, a couple, like, things. It's always different, like, for every, like, situation. But one thing, maybe, like, take a picture with the homeowner, send it right after, just so, like, of course, like, when they go to their text messages, like, they see them smiling. But another thing, too, is, like, stay at the house. Like, build value with them. Like, they can't, like, think you're actually selling something. So if I put a GoPro on my body every single time that I do an FC, after I leave it, literally we're friends. So it's not like, oh, thank you for helping with the solar. It's just like, thanks, brother, you're the man. You know, like, that's just kind of how it is. And it's just, like... I always like put it into perspective, like talk to people like they're your best friend, like your parents' best friend. Yeah. So doing that, it's just like your tonality is not sales. Like my tonality in FC is just like this. I sit back, relax, whatever it may be. But yeah, I think the biggest part is of course, like do follow up, but don't do too much. And with it, take a picture with them at the very end. So they always have that. And then another thing I always like to do is just, of course, like we still got to make sure the site's going to qualify too. Yeah. So if the site doesn't qualify, like, literally your SOL, you know, then you're stuck with PG&E. Yeah. But as long as you don't have a problem with paying a lower bill, building equity, and of course using more electricity instead of chucking it down the gutter every month, like yeah. this makes sense, right? Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then from there, yeah, then I'll maybe bring up a testimonial, provide them with a reference if like they really need it. But you always have like that feel. But a lot of times, like the people that I have like QL a lot of times are people that no one else really like will QL. So it's QL really new to them. Qualified yeah, lead. qualified lead. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, that's helpful. And so you, you're saying you're taking a picture with them and then texting to the homeowner right after and just saying, like, yeah. congrats, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Can't nice. wait to start saving your wallet in the planet. Nice. Let's that's get to great. it, you yeah. know? And then with it, other, other than that too, send them like a $5 Venmo. Here's a taste of your solar savings, whatever nice. it may be. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's big. And yeah, a lot of people, uh, you know, do the videos. I think video picture, that's a big thing that's been a game changer too is because you can get like a video or a picture, um, I mean, especially if they're explaining back to you, like, why solar is a good thing. Yep. Like, some's in hell to me. Hey, let's grab a quick video. Just tell me, like, if you like the experience, whatever, it's be, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. like, sure. And then they're having to sell me again on why they even wanted to go, like, solar in the first place. Yep, absolutely. Want to. So, yeah, that's huge. And then, like, um, another big thing you're saying are same-day appointments. So I get a lot of questions asked about that from people. Like, oh, how do you – I think that's kind of – a newer thing. I didn't like when I first started in solar, no one that I knew of was doing same day appointments. Yeah. That was the but, same thing with better earth. When I first started yeah, too, yeah. Um, we were definitely a lot smaller. And I remember people were posting like same day QLs or something like that when I first started, yeah. but, um, same days and everything, like it's not too difficult. Like, of course, like make sure like both decision makers are there, even if they're not like a one legger and everything, like they're not hard, yeah. but with it, like I always just like say, Hey, um, I'm going to send this over to our engineers. I'll be back in 30 minutes. You're free, right? Yep. Nice. Okay, cool. And I just go right back. Okay. Um, every single time. I don't really like same, like knock it and go right in. I do that sometimes, but a lot of times like I want to be like, Hey, I'm actually going to take about 30 to 45 minutes to drop your custom plan. Yeah. So it doesn't look like I just like put these panels on their roof and yeah. where the heck do you just get your numbers? Yeah. It like makes it look like I put a lot more time into their plan. Okay. So that's why I do that. Um, I realize like, and of course, like I'll send them like, give them like the website. They can look at like this little training course just so they have like a better feel for it. Nice. And then I come back and like, they're somewhat knowledgeable about it or they looked at our reviews or testimonials or whatever it may be. Okay. That's but good. I don't give business cards or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, that, that's I think a big key I'm seeing too is just like the something miss you did. You're hey, you're gonna be here, you'll be here 30 minutes, right? That's all yep. it'll take me. Because like especially reps that I see newer reps I'm training and stuff like that. They're like, oh, why am I getting not getting same days? They're they're never free. But yeah. the way they're asking is like, hey, are you guys gonna be here? Like here, but like yeah. notice the difference. You're just like you're you'll be here 30 minutes, right? Right. We'll be right back with it. Absolutely. Then most people are gonna be here if that's the only option in their mind, right? Because you didn't say like right. And then also, like, of course, like, put it, like, building scarcity behind it. Like, we're only picking out two more homes in the zip code. So, like, this is a big opportunity. Like, again, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. But, like, hopefully you guys are on the right rate schedule. If you're not or if, like, this doesn't make sense, I'll just shoot you a text and say, hey, this is not going to work for you. But I'm actually meeting with the Bensons, like, four homes down. You probably even know them. They always walk the German Shepherd at 7. But with that, I'm actually going to be back at 7 or 8, which one works best. And it's just, like, a multiple-choice answer. Like, they have to pick one of them. It's not, you're, are you free at 7? Yeah. Now they can make any excuse, you know? Like, now I have to go to my kid's game or whatever it may be. Yeah. That's awesome. And then you get the takeaway in there, too. Only picking two more homes in the zip code on, yeah. the, on the street. Um, yeah, those are big. So, Chance, some awesome stuff you've been uh, sharing. Yeah, I can, I can see why you're having success. It's just, like, all these little things. Nothing, like, crazy. Mm-mm. I think people think they're going to hear some crazy lines you're using or um, some of the same. But, really, I think it just comes down to you. You're working more hours than I think probably anyone has in a month in I'd solar. So, yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't know. Do you, do you have an idea of how many doors you knocked or how many, like, total hours you put in that month, if you had to guess? I mean, like, doors I knocked, like, a lot. Yeah. Hours a ridiculous amount like seriously like I didn't do anything fun you know like I just worked and like I love doing that and yeah. I wanted like I told myself I want 70 I, I fell short by two yeah. but yeah it, it was a ridiculous month but honestly I'd say doors wise I don't really have to hit like a crazy amount of doors and it sounds like kind of dumb yeah. whatever it may be but yeah I really don't have to hit that many doors like with Ryan like Tessner we went and knocked and I think we knocked for probably 45 minutes and we had four same days and like, um, but yeah, like when you, when you said that too, it's just like, yeah, everything's super simple. The biggest part about anything is just attaching yourself to the deal. Like if it was the company there, there's a reason why reps have four and one has 40 or one has 10 and someone has 60, whatever it may be. It it literally just comes down to your conviction and how much you believe in the product and how much you believe in yourself. Once those two things like add up and they're in line, there is no reason you can't like double or triple your production that you're doing right now. Yeah. So that's the biggest part. And that's the thing that I knew I could control is like how hard I'm going to work. Yeah. And every single day, like there's not one person like out there that will outwork me. And I work when others don't, I knock when others don't. And that's why you get those results. But yeah, it's super simple, but yeah, just dumbing down the deal, keeping it like you literally could tell, like tell us like a third grade and there would do it, you know? Yeah. So honestly, that is something like I found myself like, pretty good at yeah no no doubt about that yeah i mean and you're, you're working like zero days off in the month right 30 30 days same same yeah. schedule 6 a.m till dark every day for that month seriously every day and oh. that's that's the truth i mean sometimes like of course like around the holidays or maybe there's a day um but like when it comes to a blitz like my first yeah. 90 days i did not take one day off yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and so like with your guys blitzes um because i mean that's crap ton of hours that guys are working so i'm sure you know guys when you do your blitzes you're working straight hard but yeah for you do you have anything like to kind of rejuvenate yourself or get yourself back in the flow because um i mean i don't think you're gonna work that day that (laughs) schedule obviously like 365 (laughs) days in a year 
But like, what do you do on your off days? Say your months, you're not trying to hit 70. Anything you do to kind of like refresh yourself and yeah, get yourself uh, back back to new, do another blitz or anything? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, on my off days and everything, like I'm still like doing a lot of personal development, like helping everyone else. But maybe I'll go hit the links. Maybe I'll go get a round of golfing. Okay. Um, I really don't golf much anymore. I used to work at a country club back home, so I used to golf every day when I was like in high school. Nice. But or like in the summer days, like I used to be able to play a little bit of golf, just free golf. But yeah, yeah maybe like going out to dinner with some of the guys, um, like top producers, hanging out with some friends like here. And with that, like, honestly, like this doesn't really feel like a job just because my house is like a college house, it seems like. But we just all have like that same mindset where yeah. it's not like drinking and stuff. Like no one drinks in our house. Like, of course, like we'll have one night out or whatever it may be in a month. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, like, everyone, just surround yourself with people that have the same mindset, and, like, shit gets fun. Yeah, <laughs> 15 dudes you got in the house, you said? <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty big house, but yeah. it definitely got a little more crammed, so we're actually splitting back up, so, like, two Airbnbs. Okay, that's awesome. Well, good stuff, man. Well, uh, Chance, yeah, you're crushing it, dude, and um, we appreciate you having on the podcast. Before we kind of start wrapping up here, do you want to tell guys where they can kind of connect with you more, find you on social media and all that good stuff? Yeah, my Instagram's Chance Pron, so C-H-A-N-C-E-P-R-O-N, and okay. that's kind of like my main thing. So, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, or you can follow Smile Big Clothing on Instagram, whatever works for me. But, yeah, anyone on this podcast, appreciate you guys listening, and from there, like, if you guys ever have any, like, have any questions or are interested in having like mentorship wherever it may be like you guys can always reach me there yeah he'll probably be on the doors when you hit him up yeah that. probably huh maybe it'll take a couple minutes <laughs> respond well, that's incredible dude and um yeah for your clothing do you guys uh you want to tell us a little bit about your clothing stuff is that a like will door knockers like this clothing or you got any uh door knocking gear or anything like that yet yeah, I mean, like, smile big, like, your solar savings, get it, so, like, so, for, like, of course, like, a family um, on install day. I mean, nice. literally, your smile's contagious. So, yeah, like, honestly, it's it's a playful brand. Like, it's, it's pretty sick. Like, it's all comfy clothes, nice. all the best, like, materials. I used to, I went to Las Vegas to make sure I got all the best materials. It's all American-made. Yeah, I, honestly, I think, like, our clothing is literally good for anyone. Any age, any gender, whatever it may be. Yeah, you send it to your customers or anything like that? Just Sometimes, like, yeah. Like a sun smiling or something? Yeah, <laughs> I actually have like an Earth shirt um, on Smile Big. But yeah, nice. a lot of that stuff, like I designed all of it and definitely being able to put a lot more capital into it. And we got a lot of big things coming. So hopefully everyone will follow along. Yeah. Well, cool, man. So just before we wrap up here, what's next for you, man? You, you trying to hit past that goal or surpass your goal or any, any big things you got coming? So I took like the new position with Better Earth. So now I'm like the VP of sales. And um, honestly, like right now, I'm going to be kind of going back and forth to Arizona, SoCal, NorCal with my team. And of course, like training a lot more people in the company. Definitely like my number one goal is to have every single person on my team and in the company to one, beat the record, but two, everyone needs to get into double digits. So that's kind of what I'm going to be focusing on. Yeah, like I'll probably end up like having a lot of deals, but I'm going to do a lot of stuff where I'm knocking with them, trying to like, of course, like shift paradigms and make sure that they're going to be financially free as well. I mean, that's literally the most important part for me. Yeah. So, yeah, after that, yeah, maybe one one of those months I'll try to break it. Yeah. But from there, I'm going to make sure that I can keep focusing on my guys. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, I don't. I think that record or stand for a little bit. For our listeners, I guess let us know if you hear of anyone that's yeah. creeping up close, and then we'll tell Chance, hey man, you gotta you gotta up the standard a little <laughs> if bit. If someone if someone <laughs> broke it though, then then yes, next month yeah. is the month that I'm gonna go get it. Okay, yeah. So we'll be in touch. See Absolutely. what our listeners have to say. But uh, cool. So Chance, appreciate you coming on the show. And then last question: Do you have any like I don't know final words or anything 
like for a new rep that you uh, would want to leave with them before we end here? Yeah, just outwork every single person. Like do the personal development. Listen to yourself on like voice memos. Like sometimes like you're always going to be saying like a word that you don't even notice. It's just like your unconscious competence. So that's one thing. Another thing that I always just like to say too is just like stay level-headed. Like again, control what you can like control. Like you can't control who's behind that door, but you can control your mindset. So every, like the doors are just a game. So honestly, my number one thing was keep the door open as long as possible that any other rep couldn't. So that's one thing for me that was really, really beneficial. But the other part too, is just having that conviction. You got to be able to find like that passion behind the product and you have to believe in yourself and literally attach yourself to the deal. If you see like your FCs or like your closings going about like an hour, hour and 15, hour and 30, shorten that up, literally shorten it up. I promise you, you will see a lot more results. Yeah. Love that. Well, cool chance. So yeah, um, solopreneurs, make sure you're keeping it super simple and make sure you're outworking anyone because that's really what it takes to succeed at the level that I'm sure you want to hit in the industry. It's what Kobe Bryant was doing. It's what Michael Jordan, all the greats, they're putting in the hours and they're combining that with their uh, skill. And then that's how you're going to have success. So thanks again, Chance, for coming on. We'll keep in touch and make sure you hit him up. Let him know you're grateful for him coming on the show today. And we will talk with everyone soon. Appreciate it, yeah, man. Thanks so much, Taylor. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, solar printers. Quick question. What if you could surround yourself with the industry's top performing sales pros, marketers, and CEOs and learn from their experience and wisdom in less than 20 minutes a day? For the last three years, I've been placed in the fortunate position to interview dozens of elite level solar professionals and learn exactly what they do behind closed doors to build their solar careers to an all-star level. That's why I want to make a truly special announcement about the new learning community exclusively for solar professionals to learn, compete, and win with top performers in the industry. And it's called Society. This learning community was designed from the ground up to level the playing field and give solar pros access to proven mentors who want to give back to this community and help you or your team to be held accountable by the industry's brightest minds for, are you ready for it, less than $3.45 a day. Currently, Society is open, launched, and ready to be enrolled. So go to society.co to learn more and join the learning experience now. This is exclusively for solarpreneur listeners, so be sure to go to society.co and join. We'll see you on the inside.